Today's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash BrainsOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to BrainsOn. We're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. I am so glad we got to visit the bookstore together, Violet. Yeah, I love books. And I finally got my very own copy of your books, Molly. Oh, you mean Earth Friend Forever and Road Trip Earth? Yay, I'll be sure to tell Sandin and Mark that you... Oh, wait, is that Gungador? down the street coming out of a dance studio? It totally is. Uh, what is he wearing? Gungador! Gungador, wait up! Huh? Oh! It's Molly and friend! Hello! Gungador has just become champion of Zumba! Wow. Hey, um, what's that you're wearing, Gungador? This? Oh, this is Gungador's new invention! The better sweater, sweater! Wear this sweater when exercising! Um, but won't that make you extra hot and sweaty? Correct! Sweat more! Become Sweatmaster like Gangador! Most powerful sweat in the world! And best part is, better sweater, sweater saves all your sweat! You can wring sweater out and use litter! What will you use all that sweat for? For so many things. Water flowers, wash between toes, give cool hairstyle to dog. Come here, give Gungador big sweaty hug. It's good for you. It's so wet now. Oh, I'm so wet. Yes, feel the power of sweat. Sweat keeps you cool. Cool like Gungador. Good to see you, friends. Gungador needs snack now. Goodbye! Bye. Bye. You know what? Now that I'm not hugging Gungador, I can feel a breeze. I do feel cooler. Yeah, me too. The Gungador sweat is evaporating into the air, and it's taking some of our body heat with it. I guess that's what happens when humans sweat, too. Are all humans and Gungadors the only animals that sweat? Does sweat do anything else besides cool us off? Great questions. Let's find out, and we can tell Gungador all about it later. You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is Violet from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Hi, Violet. Hi. Today, we're all about sweat, sweet, sweat. Yeah, I want to know what sweat actually is. And why we get sweaty. Our listeners want to know, too. Check it out. Hi, my name is Kenzie. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And my question is, where does sweat come from and why is it so stinky? My name is Donovan from Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. 
My question is, why do we sweat when we're hot? My name is Elliot from Atlanta, Georgia. My question is, why do we sweat and how does it work? My name is Vance from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My question is, what causes us to sweat and how does it help us cool down? I got this because I'm in Taekwondo and I get very sweaty. Hi, I'm Jane from Austin, Texas, and my question is, how does sweat fall? My name is Lila. I'm an 11-year-old from Auckland, New Zealand. My question is, why do we sweat? How does our body produce sweat? Such excellent questions. Violet, are you a person who gets sweaty? Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I imagine where you live in South Carolina, it's probably hot. Sometimes. Is it, yeah. Does it get humid too? Sometimes. So does your sweat smell to you? Not really. Not to me. Do other people's sweat smell to you? My brother's, yes. <laughs> How old's your brother? Seven. Mm. So you say, please take a bath. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of your favorite ways to cool down when you're really hot and sweaty? I like to cool down with like water balloons if we have any. I also like mm. to play with the hose in a pool. So really like I like to cool down with water. Very good ideas. Well, I know the perfect way to get some answers to our sweat questions. Come with me to the Brains on Inventorium where we keep all the cool stuff that we use to explore the world. Whoa, look at all this stuff. That's the explorer over there. The door to the hall slides. And there's elevator. Hey, what's that shiny rock in the display case? That's a crystal. And over here, ta-da! The Atom, the amazing truck of minimization, A-T-O-M. This sweet machine here will let us travel inside the human body to explore sweatiness from the inside out. Want to go for a ride? Heck yeah. Perfect. Oh, there's Mark. Hey, Mark, you got a minute to help me and Violet? Oh, uh, hey, Molly. Hi, Violet. I was working on this triple-decker sandwich fabricator, but I was just about to take a break. Uh, the lettuce tube on this thing keeps malfunctioning. Whoa. Do you want to be our host? Oh, wow. I've been practicing for this. You want to hear? <clears throat> You're listening to Brains On. I'm Molly Bloom. Pretty uh, good, wait, right? Uh, hang on. Sorry, Mark. Not Brains On host. Violet and I want to check out how sweat works, so we're going to take the atom for a spin, and we need someone sweaty as a host. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No problem. I, I definitely worked up a sweat trying to attach the mayonnaise and mustard tanks, so I'm good to go. Okay, Mark, you just sit in this chair and relax. Violet, let's fire up the atom. You're on the co-pilot controls right here next to me. Um, Molly, there's only one control over here, and it's a big blue button that says shrink. Yep. Hit it, Violet. Now that we're tiny, just gotta fly into one of Mark's pores so we can see his insides. <laughs> this part always tickles. <laughs> okay, now that we're in Mark's body, I'll let the Adams autopilot take over. Welcome to Adam. I'm your guide, Tina. Please state your destination. Take us to the sweat, please. Fasten your seatbelts. Sweat seeker, engage. 
Check out the view screen, Violet. I think we're in Mark's bloodstream. You can see tons of red blood cells. They look like inner tubes. I guess we're headed up to the heart. I can hear the heartbeats from here. Aw, I always knew Mark was a big-hearted guy. Hmm, this blood vessel we're in now looks a lot smaller than the one we were in before. We must be in one of the little veins close to the surface of the skin. Whoa, I don't see blood cells anymore. Looks like we've taken a detour out of the bloodstream and into layers of... something. Hey, Tina, where are we? We're in the epidermis, the outer layer of skin. That's the part of human skin that contains sweat glands. Oh, look up ahead there. I think that's a sweat gland. It says here on the Adam's screen that sweat glands are a part of the body's sympathetic nervous system, which is made up of organs connected to the brain by nerves that pass information along the spinal cord. Wait, sweat glands are organs? Like kidneys and lungs? Correct. An organ is any group of tissues in your body that has a specific job Your kidneys help filter out unwanted material from your body, your lungs take in oxygen, and your sweat glands make sweat. Adam says that humans have between two and four million sweat glands all over their bodies, with lots of those on the palms of the hands and soles of the feet, and more spread out over the rest of the whole body. And sweat is basically just salty water, right? I know when I've gotten sweaty, I taste salt on my skin. Correct again. Sweat is water and salt. Wait, but why do we get stinky when we sweat? Salt water doesn't smell like anything, and sweaty people definitely smell like something. Enhancing visuals on screen. Zooming in on ecran glands. Whoa, the sweat gland is also making some kind of cloudy goop. Eccrine glands are a specific type of sweat gland. You also have apocrine sweat glands, which make sweat without the goop. That cloudy liquid is proteins and fatty acids, and those happen to be molecules that tiny things called bacteria find delicious. And you are covered with these pretty harmless bacteria. Oh, that must be the bacteria grazing on the sweat goop now. Wait, do bacteria eat sweat and poop out stinky smells? Sort of. Bacteria break down those proteins and fatty acids into other molecules, which can have a smell, especially after a person goes through puberty and their body changes. That makes them create more hormones, and those can lead to smellier smells from sweat. (laughs) That's gross and awesome. Thanks, Tina. I think we've probably been inside Mark long enough. Can you take us back to the inventorium and re-enlarge, please? Can do. Seatbelt still on? Okay, here we go. Hey, you're back. (laughs) How was it? Was I sweaty enough? You were perfect. Yeah, thanks, Mark. My sweat is your sweat. Anytime. Uh, Violet, uh, can you hand me that wrench? I I need to get back to work on this lettuce tube. Hey, Molly, what's in these jars over here? Uh, that's some of our collection of mystery sounds. Do you want to open one? Hmm, I'll try this one. Mystery sound. Okay, let me unscrew the cap. Okay, here it is. 
Okay, Violet, what is your guess? I have no idea. (laughs) Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay. It kind of sounds like someone, like, crushing a can, maybe. Ooh, excellent guess. We're going to give you one more chance to guess and hear the answer after the credits. So stick with us. We absolutely love seeing your drawings. If you're feeling inspired, may we suggest drawing Gungador's exercise class? Or maybe the Adam seeing how sweaty Mark actually is? Send those drawings to us at brainson.org slash contact. And while you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, high fives, and questions. Like this one. Hi, my name is Jasper Cavanaugh. I am nine years old and from Chapel Hill. My question is, how does the Earth support really heavy buildings like the Empire State Building? You can hear the answer by listening to our Moment of Um podcast. It's a daily dose of facts and fun every weekday. You can find it wherever you listen to Brains On. Just search for Moment of Um. And be sure to stick around for the end of this episode to hear the latest group to join the Brains Honor Roll. So keep listening! Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. You're listening to Brands On. I'm Violet. And I'm Molly. And we just came from exploring Mark's sweat glands. It was great. I'm still thinking about how many sweat glands we have. Up to 4 million all over our skin. That's so many. Why do we have so many places we can sweat from? Are we the only animals who sweat? I have so many more questions. I think I know someone who can answer some of them. Come with me. Her office is right down the hall. Come on in. Oh, hey, Molly. Hi, Anna. Violet, this is Anna Goldfield, who knows all kinds of stuff about science and humans. Anna, this is Violet. Nice to meet you, Violet. What can I do for you? I have some questions about sweat. Why do we sweat all over our bodies? Have humans always been sweaty? Ooh, great questions. And I have something in one of my desk drawers here that will help me answer them. Hang on. Where did I put them? Notebook. Keys. Clown horn. Ah, two pairs of chronovision goggles. Virtual reality goggles that let you see into the past. Go ahead, put them on. I've got the controller right here. Check this out. Whoa. You're looking at the African savanna about a million years ago. 
Tell me what you see. I see a big, open, grassy plain. It's daytime, and the sun is really shining. There are a few trees with shade underneath, but not many. It must be super hot. Okay, I'm going to zoom in a bit. How about now? Oh, I see a few lions napping under a tree. Oh, they're all sleepy and floppy. One big male lion just yawned. Oh, those are some serious teeth. Sure are. And some of our early ancestors shared this landscape with big, dangerous predators like these lions. Now, lions usually hunt at night when it's cooler. Plus, they have really good night vision. So if you were, say, our early ancestor, Homo erectus, bopping around Africa around 600,000 years ago, and you didn't have that feline night vision, you'd probably want to do your hunting and gathering when big predators were too sleepy to hunt you. So during the day. But wouldn't it be too hot? I've seen museum exhibits of some of our early human relatives, and they were pretty hairy almost like a chimpanzee. It would be like hanging out in the sun with a sweater on. Exactly. And chimpanzees like shady forests and don't spend a lot of time in direct sunlight. They do have sweat glands, and they sweat a bit, but they mostly pant to keep themselves cool, like dogs and other mammals. The way sweat works is that as it evaporates, it takes some body heat with it, bringing down the temperature of our skin. Chimps are just too hairy for sweating to work well for them. So what happened? Evolution, baby! Gradual change over generations in response to environmental conditions. Scientists think that this is right around the time when our ancestors gradually adapted to being able to tolerate being much more active in the heat and sunlight. So two big things happened. Over time, their bodies started making more and more sweat glands all over the body, and body hair got thinner. Don't you mean we lost it? No! Cool fact alert, all of us humans actually have about the same amount of body hair as your average chimp. But chimp hair is much thicker and coarser, and ours is mostly very thin and downy soft. Wow. I didn't know the thickness changed, but the amount didn't. I have as much hair as a chimp? That's wild. And it's cool to think about some of our early sweaty ancestors out hunting on the grasslands. Thanks, Anna. My pleasure. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to use my chronovision goggles to watch some baby dinosaurs hatching. Later. You know, Violet, human sweat is pretty special, but we're not the only animal to do it. Time for a little game of sweat or no sweat. I'm going to name an animal, and you tell me if it sweats or not. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Fish. Mmm, no sweat. Correct. Because they're in the water. Exactly, yes. So since fish are always wet, he can't sweat. Good work. (laughs) All right, next animal, horses. (laughs) Sweat. Correct, again. In fact, horse sweat has a special substance in it called latherin, which is sort of like soap, and sometimes it can make a sweaty horse look a little foamy. Have you seen that? (laughs) No. I haven't either. Okay. Sounds funny. It does sound (laughs) funny. All right. Next animal, pigs. Sweat or no sweat? No sweat. Correct again. Oh my gosh, you're a sweat expert. So to cool, <laughs> they yeah, tell play me. around in the mud. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you know so much. Yeah. So when they roll around <laughs> in the wet mud, that mud evaporates and cools them like sweat does. So have you ever heard the phrase "sweating like a pig"? Have you heard people say that? <laughs> no. 
Yeah, so sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating like a pig. And when they're saying <laughs> that, they're not actually talking about pigs, but they're talking about making iron or smelting iron Ooh. because iron smelters would pour hot liquid iron into shapes that kind of looked like a pig with piglets. So they called it a mm. pig iron. When it cooled, beads of water would form on it and it looked like sweat. So you're really sweating oh, like cool. a iron smelter <laughs> instead of a pig. <laughs> All right, next animal, vultures. Mm. No sweat. Correct again. Incredible. They do pee on their own legs, though, <laughs> which scientists think helps them to cool off on a hot day. But won't that make you warmer? That's a great question. <laughs> maybe for a second, but then maybe it evaporates and then makes you feel cooler. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it also gets colder the higher you go in the air, right? Yes. Good point. Very good point. So, yeah. So, we uh, don't recommend trying this one at home, everybody. <laughs> All right. Next animal is hippos. Sweat or no sweat? No sweat. Mm, this one is actually sweat. They do yeah. sweat. Well, okay, let's say sort of. Yeah. So I say you're half right. So hippos make a really unique substance, sometimes called hippo sweat, appropriately. Ooh. But it's not like our sweat. It's actually kind of mm. reddish, almost like blood. And it's super cool because it helps kill bacteria, keeping their skin moist, and it even acts like a sunscreen. That's funny. Yeah, so I think hippo sweat may be the next big thing in skincare. It sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it does sound really cool. Well, you did very well. You only got half a point off this entire quiz. So I think you are definitely a sweat expert today. <laughs> or a sweat spurt, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta go or we'll be late. I signed up for Gungador's dance class. He's teaching aerobic polka. So you want to come with me, Violet? And we can tell him everything we learned today about sweat. I'd love to. Let's break a sweat. We have millions of sweat glands all over our body, and we evolved that way to help us be active in hot climates during the day. Sweat keeps us cool thanks to the power of evaporation. Our sweat glands are in the outer layer of our skin, the epidermis. Some of our sweat glands just make sweat, and others add proteins and fatty acids, which bacteria snack on, and that's where stinky body odor comes from. Humans aren't the only animals that sweat, but we are definitely one of the sweatiest species on Earth. That's it for this episode of Brains On. Brains On is produced by Molly Bloom, Sandin Tutton, Mark Sanchez, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Anna Weggel. Our fellow is Anna Goldfield, who wrote this episode without even breaking a sweat. Brains On is a nonprofit public radio program. There are lots of ways you can support the show. You can donate, buy our books, or tell your friends about us. Head to brainson.org to find the links to donate and order the books. Okay, so, Violet, we have still got the mystery sound jar from the inventorium. So do you want to take another crack at it? Yeah. Here it is again. I still think it's the can. Excellent. Here is the answer. My name's Owen. I'm from Portland, Maine. That was the sound of me crinkling a can. That, that sound makes me feel calm. You are correct. Yes. 100% correct. Excellent, excellent ears. <laughs> that one was hard. Yeah, and you got it. Some really good work. Brains, brains, brains.
If you have a mystery sound you want to share with us, you can do that at brainson.org slash contact. Everyone who sends a question, idea, mystery sound, drawing, or high five gets added to the Brains Honor Roll. Here's the most recent group of listeners to be added. Arjun from Doha, Qatar, Aliyah, Layla, and Evan Jr. from Clarksville, Tennessee, Tenley from Gladstone, Missouri, Chloe from Anchorage, Alaska, Nishad from Oakland, California, Sydney from Hastings-on-Hudson, New York, Phoenix from Reno, Nevada, Jonathan and Madeline from Rochester Hills, Michigan, Rosalind from London, England, Zane and Nazem from Waterloo, Ontario, Arthur from London, England, Jasmine from Durham, England, Opti from Gainesville, Florida, Kaylee from Accord, New York, Samik from Mississauga, Ontario, Arman and Arav from Cambridge, England, Vivi and Josie from Cold Spring Harbor, New York, Alex from Silver Spring, Maryland, Ethan from Sammamish, Washington, Ben from Greenville, South Carolina, Isla from Los Angeles, Aria from Oakland, California, Atanuke from Chicago, Lainey from Vacaville, California, Henry from Brunswick, Maine, Ella from Charlottesville, Virginia, Molly, Sam, Maggie, and Max from Grantham, New Hampshire, Andres from San Jose, California, Mercedes from Duncan, British Columbia, Patrick from Lansdale, Pennsylvania, Catherine from Tennessee, Amara from Cary, North Carolina, William from Woodenville, Washington, Ruby, Lola, and Manny from Nolansville, Tennessee, Ada Tess from Maine, Connor and Clara from Toronto, Galen from Fayetteville, Georgia, Bertie from Asheville, North Carolina, Cassie from Denver, Sioro from Chicago, Sophia from Charleston, South Carolina, Ellen and Valerie from Virginia, Derek from Seattle, Daphne from Washington, D.C., Sam and Eleanor from Chicago, Oscar from Chatfield, Minnesota, Penelope and Skyler from Alpine, California, L and Ernie from Gross Point Park, Michigan, Emmanuel from Havertown, Pennsylvania, Colden from Hamburg, New York, Haley from Waukee, Iowa, Gus from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Moses, Emma, and Isabel from Havelock, North New Zealand, Caden from Portland, Oregon, Isaiah from Columbus, Ohio, Caden from Vancouver, Dabu from Brooklyn, New York, Sawyer and Decker from Jersey City, Joaquin from Denver, Clay from Ottawa, Faith from Minnetonka, Minnesota, Alcee from Washington, Hazel from Vallejo, California, Michaela and Jordan from Allen, Texas, Stellan and Luca from Brooklyn, New York, Julian from Winnipeg, Bear from Auckland, New Zealand, Connor and Ellie from Oak Bluffs, Massachusetts, and Walker from Blue Lake, California. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.